Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, good Russell. Good morning, good morning Russell. Good morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for the new day, for this new week gone by, for this new week that has come by. This is the day that the Lord has made, and you load us daily with your benefits, Lord. And in the name of Jesus, I speak benefits over my life, over my day, this day, over my week ahead. I speak favor from God and from men. I speak your miracle supply over all my projects, over all my requirements, over all the areas that have fallen short. And Father, I come to you in repentance, asking forgiveness for my mistakes. Acknowledging my limitations, my vulnerabilities, but also my crowns of pride that I have worn in instances where I didn't listen to you. And I ask forgiveness for all those sins, Lord. As I empty myself out there and surrender before you, I ask for your spirit to fill me. I ask for your wisdom, your direction, your guidance, Lord. I ask you to take over. Let it be all of you and nothing of me, Papa through this day, through this week. And let me commune with you. I ask for that grace, Lord, each of us, that we might commune with you throughout the day, every single day. That you go with us, remembering that you go with us everywhere we go. Because Jesus said, I will never leave you. And we place all our trust in you, Lord, with an understanding of what you have given us. And knowing that you are with us, we are able to confidently command and speak over our circumstances. Lord, we thank you that you have called each of us by name to be with you. And you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts before we start this new day. You pour your wisdom, your understanding, your revelation. And you bid us come and drink that we might be filled by your presence before we step into any challenges, any battles, and everything else that this day brings. And we remember, Lord, and this is what gives us confidence, that in every circumstance, in every situation, when you are with us, you work for the good of all those who love you and whom you have called according to your purpose, Lord. Remembering that we share your peace and your joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family, we share it with all those for whom we are praying this morning. Every prayer request that has been mentioned on this prayer group. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit, Lord. As we lift up our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The one who is able to make every grace abound towards us. The one who is a lifter of men. The God of Abraham who honors faith. The God of David who is ever willing to have mercy on us and lift us up. The God of abundance and overflow. The God of Isaac. The God of miracles. The one who is our refuge and our portion in the land of the living. And we pray in the name of your son Jesus, the Lion of Judah, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Lord of hosts, the one who is the way, the truth in our life, the Lord who heals. 
And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus. The one who is tabernacled within our body now. That we might be converted from a body of sin into the temple of the Holy Spirit. Sanctified and made pure by his presence, not by our deeds. Lord, you look not on our worthlessness, but you choose to come and make it worth by your presence. And we thank you for that, Father. We thank you that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the angels who destiny help us. We thank you for the gift of prayer to be able to commune with you, to worship you, and at the same time to be able to speak under that authority that you give us through the blood of Jesus, where you have restored our inheritance. We thank you, Father, that you have placed your investment, your deposit upon our life, your deposit of grace. And it is this, your jealous love for us, that is the difference. So that when you anoint our head with your oil, our cup overflows in all directions, blessed by favor, from man and from God. We thank you, Lord, for that love that is unchangeable towards us. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters, any spiritual attacks. I command angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the name and by the blood of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word, Lord. As we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. And I declare in the name of Jesus that it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Thank you, Lord, for that power of life that you bestow on our tongue, that we are able to herald by just speaking. We thank you, Lord, for discernment to be able to know what to speak in accordance with your will and your word, knowing that when we ask according to that word, you will always hear and act on it and fulfill it. Thank you, Lord. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the God of hosts, the Lord God of hosts. That's Zechariah 4, verse 6. Now, what is the Lord trying to say here? This is what I'm looking to reflect on. This was a message at the time when, <clears throat> when the Israelites came back to Jerusalem after their exile in Babylon. And King Cyrus of Persia permitted them under the guidance of Zerubbabel the governor to rebuild the temple. Now when we say rebuild the temple spiritually, I'd also look, I'd like us to look at rebuilding the temple that is living right now as well. That's you and me. Zechariah had a series of night visions at the time and in 
one in the fifth vision. He saw a solid gold lampstand that was supplied oil by two olive trees. And then the key message from God came in verse 6, uh, Zechariah 4 verse 6, where he said, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. So that's like, almost like when you say two olive trees, it's almost like a non-ending supply of that anointing. The rebuilding of the temple was to be accomplished only by God's spirit, seeing that there are all kinds of challenges from all sides where there were attempts made to stop down, to stop that construction of the temple as well. And there will be similar obstructions in our life too. There will be similar limitations there as well. But when we say not by might and not by power, I am drawn to another reference of these words that is in Hosea 1 verse 7 where the Lord is speaking about his judgment on Israel and Judah. And he says, I will have mercy on the house of Judah and will rescue them by the Lord their God. And will not rescue them by bow, sword, war, horses or horsemen. All of these represent might and power. And a typical classic example is also what we've seen Brother Vivek share during his testimony on Friday as well. One that we touched lightly upon he has touched upon it in one of his earlier teachings, that of King Jehoshaphat in that valley where he faced three opponents that were mightier than him. He understood this principle. Being limited there in capacity physically, in resourcefulness and ability, he chose to depend on the spirit of God. The power, not by might and not by his power. So when you're looking at all of these, the bow, sword, here, Hosea 1.7 is what I'm looking at now. The bow, the sword, the war, horses, horsemen, all of these represent might and power. That means physical or military strength, in our case, human capability, what you are humanly capable of doing. All your resourcefulness put together, your financial strength, your human authority and influence. That is power. And he says, when those become limited, he's asking us not to depend on them, knowing their limit. Not to depend on our capabilities. But as Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and not lean on our own understanding also, which is one of our abilities, the biggest of them. So despite limitations, despite obstacles, he wanted them then, the ones building the temple. And he even wants us today to depend on him. When Paul learned this lesson, that human weakness is not a limiting factor for God to work within our lives and to transform things. And that actually... When we get into understanding what that weakness is about, you will see why he said, I shall boast to hear now. He said in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, God said to him, my grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough. They are always available regardless of the situation. Now, this is what I'm reading from the Amplified Version. For my power 
see earlier he said not by your power not by your might now he's saying my power is perfected and is completed and shows itself more effectively in your weakness <clears throat> now how does this actually work weakness here is not our vulnerability or our limited capacity but it refers to our acknowledgement of that limited capacity and therefore submitting and submiss in, in all our submission and our surrendering to god he has given us a free will and will not override that but when we acknowledge that we are limited to overcome the circumstance we are in and we surrender and submit to him that is when we have completely stopped working out of our will and have let him or his will take over that's when he makes grace available until we have completely surrendered to him unfortunately that grace can get held back because he will not step on our toes now many of us in our prayer have not reached that stage which is why sometimes we find that even though which is why sometimes we find that even though we are praying it doesn't seem to be anything that is happening we need to check our actions in that stage have we surrendered and submitted to god so that his spirit can then take over now what does that also mean for us we don't hold on we let go but when you look at it that way when you're still holding on he wants to take us in one direction but out of acting on our will we seem to be going in a different one but when we surrender to him we give him full permission and all the space that he needs to work we are not limiting him in any way and more importantly we align our will and our direction to his and now he is free to work his will in our lives and he can take over so when paul understood this he said in ephesians 12 verse 9 therefore i will all the more gladly boast on my weakness so that the power of christ may completely enfold me and may dwell in me now look at ephesians 3 verse 20 as well it says god is able to carry out his purpose and to do super abundantly more than all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers hopes and dreams that's the amplified extension how according to his power that is at work within us according to his power that it that is at work within us the words that i have repeated there are to be highlighted because it is provided we allow him and to the extent that we allow his power to manifest itself within us is it full or is it partial are you still holding on or are you letting him take over and when you let him take over what are we doing there to summarize it in short i would say i would stop struggling i stop using my force 
to influence my circumstance, my strength, my resources, to achieve outcomes from a physical approach only. Instead, I take a spiritual approach, knowing that the things that are seen were made from things that are not seen. That's Hebrews 11 verse 3. When we understand that, we let God, we approach it spiritually, we let God work His ways that are much higher than our ways. That's Isaiah 55 verse 7, 8. We let Him work those ways. We let Him work His wisdom in our life. We let Him take over, knowing that those ways are a lot better than our ways. And then we let Him produce the kind of result that we want to see there. That which is aligned with His will that kind of an outcome. Now one more reason here to have or to let his spirit take over is as we see in Hebrews 12 verse 9 where it says, he is the father of all spirits. So what that really means is every spirit in existence, good or bad, is subject to his authority. It is good to align with that authority when you want to overcome all obstacles. So when you're fighting a battle in the spirit, now I'm just not looking at it as a mere physical circumstance. When you're fighting that battle in the spirit, you want that power to be on your side. So we use that spiritual intelligence there, submit to him. And then he takes over the battle. Where he said, the battle is no longer yours, it is mine. And that is what Jesus did when he says, I have overcome the world and now stand in victory. He won that battle for us. Going back to building our own spiritual temple. We cannot build it from our capacity. That is why God gives us His Spirit. And we have reflected on that uh, two days ago on Saturday where we looked at what does God invest in us in order to bring us into His kingdom. He gave of Himself so that He can put His Spirit in us. He can put His nature in us. He can bring us to His likeness and His image. It is by that Spirit that makes the Word come alive that there is restoration within us. Without His Spirit, try as hard as we may, the flesh continues to take over. It is only by the Spirit that it can be overcome, that it can be subdued. And it is the Spirit then that gives direction. So the message in short for us is, to submit to the Spirit of God, let Him take over and then work with Him to get results. Those who understand it, do not take chances to experiment with it. Use spiritual intelligence and quickly apply that strategy. He has already given it to us. He has already demonstrated it to us. All we need to do is remember it in our circumstances and quickly switch modes from our physical capability, our might and our power to His power. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that understanding, for that wisdom in all our circumstances.
It is difficult for us to remember this in our daily lives because we live more in the flesh. But I ask for your grace and your discernment upon each of us, Lord, so that in every challenge, in every circumstance where we are faced with a question mark and does not have an answer, let us remember not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. When we do not know what to do, let us remember that, Lord. When things seem tough and nothing seems to be going right, let us remember that, Lord. And when everything is good, we are starting a new project as well in our life. Be it a new relationship, be it a new job, be it even a new project at our workplace. Be it something concerning our own personal lives. Let us always remember at the start, acknowledge God, not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. So that we gain his direction, so that we use his ways, so that we get the outcomes that he would get. We thank you, Father for that edification in our spirit this day. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo all kinds of challenges this day. All kinds of procedures this day, Lord. We ask for your spirit to be with them, to be with every doctor that will minister to them to their health let it be through your hand father so that when we declare by the stripes and the wounds of Jesus every obstruction to their healing is removed when we surrender and submit in repentance then you work your ways in their life and there is restoration father We pray for all families that are battled, that are facing all kinds of division and separation. We pray for all those battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives as well. Especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance of your ways and poverty. All kinds of addictions and compulsive behaviors. Any kind of limitations that have kept people yoked, Father. We come against them in the name of Jesus. We declare those yokes broken. By his authority. Let there be a release. Let there be freedom brought to them this day, Father. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and friends as well. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. As we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit. We believe, Lord, that this prayer that we release in faith together is an answered prayer because that is the promise of Jesus to us. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Bara 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 bara
Scripture that's been put on my heart this morning is from 1 Peter 4, 10 and 11. As each has received a gift, employ it for one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who, who, as one who utters oracles of God, whoever renders service as one who renders it by the strength which God supplies in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belongs glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. We have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first is from Haggai chapter 2, verse 5, quoted from the Amplified Bible, where it says, As for the promise which I made with you when you came out of Egypt, my spirit stands firm and immovable and continues with you. Do not fear. The second scripture is from 1 Peter 4, verse 11, quoted from the NIV. 
it says, if anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We are being blessed by these morning encounters by Brother Savio's powerful reflections, the daily divine mercy and rosary sessions and the Friday Bible study sessions. That is blessing your life. Please give it as a gift and bless others. Share links for them to come and join us during live session on Zoom and YouTube. Or they, you can also point them to the recordings that are stored on YouTube, on Facebook, as well as on our Spotify podcast page. If you have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so. So that you can receive notifications. You can turn on notifications that every time there is a new video posted there, a new teaching launched, a new morning encounter recording saved, you will get the notification of it. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Thank Russell. God bless everyone.